0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the All Hoops Podcast. I'm Stephen Inman, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris Brito. We're bringing you our very special trade deadline show. Well, we're going to tell you who is the new favorite to sign Kevin Durant and where we see Anthony Davis getting traded. But first off, Chris, how are you?
1: Hey, buddy. Uh, what a whirlwind of a day. Well, last two days, really, because the trade started coming in You know, Wednesday afternoon. Um, there's a lot to get to tonight, and I think the first order of business really is like talking about how crazy today was and yesterday too. Um, you know, we had the Gasol, we had the Gasol trade, like you know, what a half hour before the three three o'clock deadline last night. Overnight, we had Tobias Harris. You know, there, there's just so much going on.
0: Yeah, Chris, it was a crazy trade deadline. We're gonna to get to all of that, but the big news the last few days is Tobias Harris, an All Star snub, going from the West Coast to Philadelphia. The Clippers are trading Harris, Mike Scott, and Boban for a, you know a couple of draft picks: Wilson Chandler, Mike Muscala, and Shemette. Uh Chris, who won this trade?
1: Okay, so right now, in my opinion, I think the the Clippers only win this deal if they're able to get another max, you know, max player, and then maybe somebody else. So for right now, I think the Sixers actually won this trade because they they added someone who's a three point shooter and could help space out the floor for Simmons and Embiid and Redick and Jimmy Butler. This was the last piece they needed to be considered a contender in my book. Um. Right now, I think they're toe in toe with the Raptors and Milwaukee. But right now, it's anyone's East, really. Um, the Celtics, I still put you know probably one category underneath there, but they're all right there. And I think the Sixers addressed a very big need that you know um, on their roster. What about you,
0: Chris? I don't love this for the Sixers. I really think Tobias is a great player. He's, you know, the numbers he's put up. He's, he. I can see him getting better, but I don't love the fit. I think he's a guy who really needs a ball in his hands. You know who else needs a ball in their hands? Ben Simmons, (laughs) Joel Embiid. (laughs) Redick, Jimmy uh, Butler. Jimmy Butler. Jimmy. So, like, they need, they all need the ball in their hands. I just don't see the fit being great. And to me, this makes a lot of sense if they planned on moving Jimmy Butler, which didn't happen by the trade deadline, where they said, you know what, the three of the three of them aren't really working. Let's bring in Tobias to replace Jimmy. I could see that the Phili- the Philadelphia State Newspapers will have his bird rights, which means they can go out and match any deal and and not have to worry about uh, losing him. In free agency, but Chris, I don't love the fit here with Butler and Simmons and Embiid and Redick. You
1: know, I, I don't know. I I see what you're saying, and I think having Tobias here for, for you know for the possibility of resigning him later is a good enough reason for me too. Um, you know, Tobias relatively young. You know Simmons and and Embiid are obviously very young too. Um, it doesn't it doesn't look like Jimmy Butler will stay in in, in Philadelphia after this year, but who knows? Um, no,
0: they've said they want to keep all four of them together. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. going to be the case.
1: Right, I don't know if Jimmy Butler wants to stay either because um, they likely won't sign him to a max deal. Um, but I think but I think the Clippers also did something great here. You know, they opened an up. They open themselves for for more cap space. Um, they got a rookie um, in Shmet, and and right now they're becoming a team that could be a destination for someone like you know Kevin Durant and Anthony Davis. Um, I think I think as a Nick fan, I'm a little worried that the Clippers might actually steal Kevin Durant, and for no other reason than than Jerry West. Jerry West has had, you know, he's a mastermind of like, you know, getting these deals done. He he brought Pau Gasol to to, to Lakerland, and he may be able to bring Kevin Durant <laughs> to, Lake- yeah. uh, to to Los Angeles. I love Angeles this too.
0: deal. I love this deal for the Clippers. Chris Landry Shamit is one of the better rookies in this class. A really good three point shooter. You know, they get the two picks. And I feel like I'm being a little hypocritical here, Chris, because it's a very similar trade to what happened last week with the Knicks, with Porzingis, and I hated that deal for the Knicks. And I'll tell you why they're different, Chris. The Clippers have had this team with Tobias Harris here for, you know, a little over a season now, right? You kind of see where they are. You know, they're a, a decent team, a team fighting for an eight seed. Do you really want to give Tobias Harris $150 million? You know, I I don't I don't know because like that's your team then, and you're locked into this team. Now they have you, the ability to go out and bring in a maximum contract. You've already heard the rumors about Kawhi Leonard. You know, if they trade Gallinari's uh, twenty two million dollar expiring deal in the in the offseason, they can bring in a second star like a Kevin Durant. And I believe you know with a Jerry West and this very and Doc Rivers and this great. For an office, I really believe they have a chance to bring in max free agent talent.
1: I agree, I agree. And um, and if I'm a Nick fan, I'm, they're the ones I'm most scared of right now.
0: So if let's just say Durant and Leonard go to the Clippers, Chris, what do the Knicks do? Are they are they in big trouble here?
1: Um, I don't think they're in big trouble. I I still feel like maybe Kyrie and Jimmy Butler are are possible. Um, you know, also options for us, you know, you know, Ky- remember that the rumors weren't always, wasn't always like Kate, wasn't always KD Kyrie. It was initially Jimmy Butler and Kyrie. So I can still see that as a possibility. Um, I, either way, I, I, I see the Knicks being at the forefront of signing someone big this summer. Um, we have the cap space. Uh, and I think we have a front office that's willing to do whatever's necessary to get them, the player they want.
0: Yeah, Chris, I think this is all about Kevin Durant. If the Knicks wind up with Irving and Butler, it'll be celebrated. We'll be excited. They'll be a contender. But that's not a championship team with what's around this right now. Kevin Durant is, the you know, it's a straw that stirs the drink here where you let him go pick whatever star he wants to play with. I'm just really hoping he's has his heart set on New York. I don't know why he would, but you just got to hope. That's where we're at right now, and, you know, to me, he's the guy. And whoever comes with him, whether it's Kemba Walker or Kyrie Irving or Butler, you know, even Tobias Harris, whatever, Ke- uh, Kevin Durant's the guy.
1: Uh, I think we'll have to see about that, and I agree that I, – I agree that Kevin Durant I – don't, I don't think you see it, but I think the Knicks have as good a chance as anyone to get him this offseason with the exception of the Warriors – uh, but if everything goes as planned this summer, right? Uh, I don't see why not. Like if, if right,
0: I would if, put I would put the Knicks right now. I would say it's probably sixty percent chance he goes to Golden State. I would say twenty percent chance he goes to the Clippers. Twenty percent chance he goes to the Knicks. That's fair. I think that's, that's how, how I see it right now. As long as we
1: have a chance, there's a chance.
0: <laughs> I mean, with him talking to the media yesterday, he did not squash these rumors, Chris. He basically blamed the media for making this a story. Chris, this is the biggest story in the sport right now. Why wouldn't we talk about it?
1: I know, I know, and and there's always these like you know things about Kevin Durant not being able to handle the media, but you know, for years we ostracized we for years we, you know we gave Carmelo shit because you know he he was like. He wasn't. He was always a good player to be in the forefront of the media. We always criticize him, but like, not everyone's going to be like. Not everyone's going to be like Melo. KD has actually clapped back. No, and Durant I,
0: is not like Melo like that. Everything seems to affect him. And I
1: actually think that Kevin Durant fits more because he he, he he's able to like deliver, you know, thoughtful responses back. So I don't know if he's. I think he he'll 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 be fine in New York, um, but it's only time will tell. Obviously, when he's I mean when he'll he be fine there. in New
0: York if he wins. If he wins, that's really what it comes down to. If not, the press is going to kill him. I really believe that. Sure, he'll be the most talented player they've ever had. And, so. to be on,
1: and to be honest with you, he would he won't come here without another superstar. So that's just the reality of things.
0: Speaking of having to wait, Anthony Davis will remain in New Orleans after not being traded before. Thursday's 3 p.m. trade deadline. Chris, could you see him not ending up in Boston next season?
1: Um, I just feel like the whole Lakers situation really self-imploded for the Lakers. That, And I feel like the Pelicans don't want to deal with them because of the whole like suspicions of um, tampering, that they're almost inclined to just deal with the Celtics. Um, but it remains to be seen what their offer will be like. I imagine that package will have to center around Tatum, who hasn't looked great this year in comparison to last. And, but frankly, I think they're the ones who can offer the best package right now.
0: Chris, the proposal I saw uh, today for Boston would be Tatum, Al Horford to make the contracts work, Marcus Smart, and a couple of picks. I think that beats the Laker offer, Chris, but who knows what's going to happen. What if Tatum all of a sudden goes on some crazy playoff run and they decide, you know what? We'd rather have him than Anthony Davis. What if Tatum gets hurt? You know, it's there's so many variables here. So I think Boston is a strong, strong favorite, but I don't think it's a lock that Davis ends up in Boston next year. But if he does go, I think Kyrie stays. And I think the two of them you know, make it the favorites in the East.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Um, I hope not because then that derails our chances of getting Kyrie. Yes, it does. Um, and then that effectively probably ruins our chances of getting Kevin Durant too. That so, would be a disaster. Um, so that's why yeah, we really but,
0: needed Anthony Davis to be the Laker.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I hope, hopefully this all works out for us.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, fingers Um, crossed. Um, if you're the Pelicans, um, Chris, do you see Davis suiting up for them again? Do you, do you let him suit up?
1: Well, yes. I mean, the, the report out Thursday night will be that, um, he'll, he'll suit up again for this, for the Pelicans for the rest of the season. Um, which I guess, you know, you have to do that. It's not like the, the Pelicans will look really bad if they, if, if, they didn't play him, you know?
0: I mean, Chris, but if he gets hurt and then walks in a year, they get nothing. They said they want to I mean, they as preserve to- the integrity of the game and align organization with NBA policies. They basically were afraid the NBA was going to find them. I, I, I would, mean, I, I don't think they, have much, they,
1: they don't have much of a choice, though.
0: Well, I mean, from their perspective, they're much better off sending him home, getting the best draft pick you can – and preserving his body for a trade, if he wants to be traded, that's the well, best thing to do.
1: I mean, I personally agree with you. Like between buddies, I just that's just not what's going to happen. Um, but why? You know, because that's what's being reported out right now. Well, I, so, I know
0: it's I know it's going to happen, but like, what's the reason?
1: Well, the reason would be just simply because it looks bad on the Pelicans if they don't play Anthony Davis. Like there are what almost. 30 games left in the season. Um, it'd look really bad on their part if they didn't let their, their star player play. Maybe have him on a minutes restriction. That's probably the the middle ground here.
0: Yeah, I mean, it so is if what it is. So if you it's have it's a tough situation the, for the Pelicans, obviously.
1: So if you have him on your fantasy team, then uh, you're screwed.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, fair enough. Uh, let's break down a couple of other notable trades really quick. Chris, uh, Gasol to the Raptors. I didn't get this one too much i don't think he's much of an upgrade in toronto at this point in his career he's having an okay year he's not obviously the same defensive player he once was uh and the grizzlies don't save a lot of money with valentunas making about 17.6 and and uh cj miles with his eight and a half million dollar player options for next year so it's, it's kind of a wash financially and they're they're losing a a franchise guy chris i don't really get the motivation between either side
1: um, I actually think it is an upgrade over Valanciunas by getting a soul. You have a you know one-time defensive player of the year. He's not that kind of guy anymore, it. though, Chris. I know, I know, he's not the same type of guy, but he's still he. I I, I imagine he provides more of a leadership than than.
0: I, I agree um, with that.
1: Than, than, than Jay Valanciunas ever could ever would, and I, frankly, the story of the Raptors has always been that they've been mentally weak, right? Like whenever it comes to crunch time, they, they always find a way to screw it up. I think with someone like soul, someone who provides a more stable offense on in himself, I think it's, I, th- I think it's a good thing for the Raptors to have someone like Gasol, um.
0: I mean, you, you kinda just convinced and, and, me that
1: And not only that, like he's gonna be playing with his former uh, you know, Sp- Spanish national team teammate in Ibaka. So I think it works out for everybody.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I do get it. That's a good point. And again, they didn't really give up all that much. JV's been hurt most of the year, he's finally back, he hasn't contributed really at all this season. So that that's a good point. I love what the Kings are doing, Chris. They got Harrison Barnes out of Dallas for basically cap relief. I really think he's gonna go in really well with, you know, with their with their backcourt of De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Heald. He'll heel running gun. He's averaging seventeen a game. I and I think it makes a lot of sense, Chris.
1: I like that deal too. Um, you know, it gives the Kings, you know, finally a a go to player <laughs> that they've coveted for such a long time since Boogie left. Um and little by little, the Kings are slowly rebuilding their franchise into an exciting team. Um, the only reason I don't get the trade is because um, the Kings, up to this point, have been a run and gun sort of offense. Um, they're the, one of the fastest teams in the NBA, and getting a player like Harrison Barnes kind of slows you down. But you know what? M- they'll make it work. So <laughs> we'll see.
0: Yeah, I I just think you know it's a you know. There's no risk in it, you know, and you he'll be a $25 million guy next year on one last year of his deal. So I don't really see the harm in it. Another interesting trade here, Chris, Otto Porter traded to the Bulls. I don't get this for the Bulls, Chris. He's making $27 million a year. He's having his worst year of his career. He's he's having trouble scoring. The, the Wizards just moved him to the bench. And, Chris, we talked all day last week about how hard it was going to be for the Knicks to move Tim Hardaway Jr. and Courtney Lee. Chris, this is a worse contract than that, and the Bulls just took him.
1: Yeah, I didn't quite get it either, but I think they just wanted to get a nice young piece with Otto Porter. You know, it's maybe it's the environment, maybe who knows what the deal is with him and, and the Wizards, but maybe he just needs a change of scenery. You know, much like Zach Levine, so maybe um, his career will have a turnaround in Chicago.
0: Yeah, it um, really can't hurt. I don't Chris. really see. I don't.
1: I don't really see how but we'll see. And the Jabari Parker part in Wizards, I also don't get, but at least
0: he makes the cap work. He's you know, he's just, he's just right. salary filler.
1: No, no, for sure. I'm just saying like um, you know, I'm wondering what that move means. I think they probably just want to, you know, re-sign either Thomas Bryant or uh Sadoransky in the off season. That's that's my guess with with why the deal was made. I think it's um, just,
0: Chris, they're way over, the Wizards are way over the cap. They realize John Wall is not coming back. He's going to be out for a good chunk of next year. You know Why mm-hmm. are they paying all this money in tax over the luxury tax for a very mediocre team? Trade out Otto Porter's $27 million a year. I think it, that makes a ton of sense from their point of view. I just don't get why the Bulls didn't need a pick or something else to take on this kind of money.
1: Yeah, they should have asked for that. Um. well those teams are both don't appear to be going anywhere anytime soon no they do not the are, even though the Wizards are you know
0: no fighting for the way them.
1: true yeah yeah we'll have to see
0: definitely any final thoughts from you Chris?
1: Um, the All-Star rosters were also announced Thursday night Um, <laughs> the the funniest part about all of this since we we're talking about free agents and stuff is that LeBron James' team with the exception of Harden um, is mostly filled with um, free possible free agents this summer. You know? I don't think that's a coincidence. Um, <laughs> you never know with LeBron. <laughs> no,
0: you, you know, do he not. Has uh, my,
1: he has Anthony Davis on his team and uh, a few others.
0: My uh, my final thoughts here, Chris. Wes Matthews and Ennis Cantor are being bought out. Matthews is already likely to go to the Indiana Pacers to uh, – the Boston Celtics have drawn interest with Cantor. And Chris, I don't want Cantor going to Boston. He had a very bad divorce from this team. You really want him bad the Knicks to Kyrie Irving over there?
1: I don't think it matters. I think Cantor is, is known as a very talkative person, so I don't think it will, it'll hurt or help the Knicks if he goes.
0: I find that very interesting. Uh last trade to talk about Miritich, the Bucs. Chris. I think this puts them as the Eastern Conference favorites. What do you think?
1: I think so too. Um the Bucks definitely have the best player in the East, so um it wouldn't surprise me if if Miritich was like the last piece. Um and so far it looks like um your prediction has been correct thus far. Uh Steve, you said um their coach would would be the difference and right now it is.
0: I mean, Holzer I said before, the year was going to unlock Super Giannis, and that's what's exactly happened. And as Knicks fans, Chris, I told you this morning, I really believe we want the Bucs in the finals. We really want Boston to have a very bitter ending where Kyrie can't get out of there fast enough. I really believe that's the best way to get the Knicks back on track.
1: I agree. I agree, Steve.
0: Anything and
1: else I from you? No, buddy. That'll do it for me. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Catch you on our next show.
0: Later.